Hello, my fellow mom bosses and mom entrepreneurs and homeschool moms and all around amazing moms. Happy Mother's Day. I know we're a few few days behind, but hey, I don't record on Sundays. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to talk about how to go on vacation as a mom entrepreneur because last week uh, I did not post a coffee chat because I was on vacation. And so I wanted to uh, share what we did because this is a mompreneur coffee chat. And, um, you know, if you're thinking, inspire you to plan your next epic vacation with your family. So moms, if you are new to the show, I am Jody the mom from lifeunboxed.blog. I am a homeschool mom of six. Yes. I've birthed them all and their ages, they range from two to 16. So I truly run the gambit. I have a high schooler, middle schooler, elementary school, schoolers and toddler. So we are in, <laughs> we're in the middle of it all. Um, so this is um, what I like to call the entrepreneur life coffee chat. And is where we pull back the curtain on life as a mompreneur. And I have a hair on my arm. Goodness gracious. Um, we pull back the uh, curtain on life as a mompreneur and we just get real. So it's unscripted. Most of the time it's unedited, but you know, sometimes the baby's screaming in the background and I still have a hair on me. Okay. I got it. And so we have to just pause. But um, before we get into that. I also want to remind you to check out this week's show and last week's show. And it's, it's, I'm kind of burnt on a Tuesday cause I'm catching up and I can't remember the names of the shows. <laughs> All right. I'm going to look real quick. So yep, that's what happens. Oh, whoops. I didn't want to click off. All right. Let's try that again. Anyway, we'll figure it out later. Okay, so last week's show, I'm just still clicking off, was The Wild Ride of Mompreneur, The Mompreneurs, The Secret to My Success. And this week's show was What to Do for Summer, of course, Sanity Saving Tips. So I did. I got um, a few moms together and I asked them to give me their best advice for summer because we are about to finish school this week. So because we had the big C back in February and we have to do so many days for attendance, not everyone is finishing at the same time because some kids were, were had to, took more days off because they were sick and others didn't get sick. Anyway, so let's do this. Let's grab our coffee. And my mug this week is I like my coffee on the dark side in honor of May the 4th, even though that was last week. Grab your coffee, throw your hair up. If you're as exhausted as I am right now, we're in good company. Cause that's the only thing with vacation. This is really hard to come back because you know, there's going to be a bunch of stuff. Okay. Anyway, Let's click on here. Okay. 
So we took a 13-hour car ride because I wanted to go to the beach. Or because not all of my kids have seen the ocean. Only the two oldest have actually ever been to the ocean. And for me, as someone who grew up around water, I did not realize how much I missed being around water until I was landlocked. And we have these little ponds, you know, it's not even worth mentioning. So I picked the closest beach. So there was some criteria. Uh, I wanted to go to a beach. We had to be able to drive there in a day. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so those were actually the two. And there had to be other fun things to do because we weren't going to spend our whole time at the beach. So San Antonio was a 13-hour drive. And the beach was only another two hours. So I figured, and we went to Corpus Christi. So I figured we could stay in San Antonio because they have six flags. They have a whole bunch of stuff there. So we could get there in a day, 13-hour day, and I will tell you about that. And um, we have a lot to do, and we can still go to the ocean. So when you're planning a, a trip, and I'm telling you all this, all of this because this trip was like two years in the making because we needed to save our money, figure out where we wanted to go, like, um, and then, uh, yeah, just figure figure out the time on the road and all of that good stuff. So as a mom entrepreneur and an independent contractor, more than likely you're not getting paid vacation time unless you have very generous people that you work with. So and that's why I always say work with good clients. Don't waste your time with bad ones. Just work with good ones. But you need to make sure since yours is unpaid vacation that your budget while you're away um, for that vacation time, um, is not in dire need because you're already going to be spending money. And I am, I'm not a fan of going into debt. I've never paid interest on a credit card before. I do use credit cards, but I've never paid interest for one. And so you need to, um, plan ahead for, so that you can save money so that you can pay yourself vacation. So I've had to do this numerous times, uh, for maternity leave, uh, where I planned the weeks off, you know, how much time I'm taking off and then, um, how much I make for that week and the minimum, it doesn't need to be, um, your, your gross or the max that you can make just the minimum that you need to make and, um, start setting that aside as part of your planning so that you know, <clears throat> you will be able to make your budget the week you're on vacation or whatever time off you have. So that's also part of planning the trip that needs to be considered. Okay. So the next thing, so my idea of vacation is laying by the pool, reading a book. Now the weather was actually really nice in San Antonio because it was warm, but it was overcast. So you didn't have the blazing sun, but it was still warm enough to go swimming in the pool and different things like that. So so this is my idea of vacation. My kid's idea of vacation is constantly moving and doing something. So vacation is not necessarily restful. Actually, we came back on Thursday because I wanted to give myself, give my husband and I a really long weekend to recover. And so we did spend um, 
Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as if we were still on vacation. So we did not cook all weekend, which was awesome. Um, we, we still ate out. We still acted like we were on vacation. But because we were home, there wasn't an expectation of going out and doing something. Um, the kids could start getting back into the routine and being around things that are familiar. And then we could still rest and recuperate because there was a lot of recuperation that needed to happen. Okay. So on the road. Um, yeah. The older kids I wasn't really worried about. I knew that they could handle traveling for 13 hours. So the five-year-old, the newly turned five-year-old and the two-year-old were my bigger concerns. So the five-year-old actually did really well. I was kind of surprised at how well he did. Let's get a drink of coffee. The two-year-old by hour 12 was finished. So from hour 12 to hour 13, it was total meltdown first class ticket on the hot mess express. And like, she was just done both ways. So, and I can understand it was, was a long time being in the car. We did stop and we did take breaks. And our plan was when we were leaving, we we're going to get up at four and leave by like four 30. So we left by four 50, which, you know, for six kids going on a road trip, like that's pretty good. And with the hope that they would fall back to sleep, they did not go back to sleep at all. And so that was totally shot. <laughs> that whole plan, like we were going to get down the road, you know, and get some good hours in before anyone was restless. Yeah, that was, went out the window. So um, it was a lot of work to keep them entertained. This is everything that we did that we bought and needed or bought along the road because we didn't have enough. Water was one. We should have brought more bottles of water. Um, but anyway, so the Kindle. So we loaded up everyone's Kindle with um, movies and different things. So everyone had more than enough entertainment. Uh, we did bring lots of snacks. Everyone had their water bottles. We told them to fill them up ahead of time. And then... Um, I, for, especially for the three youngest ones, um, I put stuff, I got their backpacks and I put some things in there that I had gotten at the dollar store or, um, some travel things from Amazon. And so for like my eight year old, there was a travel Minecraft game. He did say it was too, the instructions were too complicated. So I told him to make up his own game. And so he was happy with that. My five-year-old, um, loves like tanagrams the blocks, you know, with the, that you put the shapes and make different things. So they actually have magnet ones. So he was quite content to play with that for a while. And then for my daughter, there was this magnet cube that was different shapes and you make it into different shapes. And I knew that it would keep her entertained. Um, it also kept the, kept the rest of the kids entertained for the whole vacation, putting things back, putting it back together. So it was magnets and it was different and it was, you had different shapes and it would, um, you would turn it back into a cube. And so she called it her Rubik's cube. And then the other kids were just obsessed with it. And then, you know, we hit the dollar store, got some coloring books, colors, and I bought them all silly putty and I put it in their backpacks and they didn't know it was in there. And so when they pulled it out, my five-year-old told me, he's like, this is amazing. So 
those were some of the, some of the sanity saving things. And I know every all the advice is have lots of snacks and lots of things to do, and it's like that's nice, and it works for a little while. But then after a while, you're just gonna have to endure, and so that's just the truth. You're just gonna have to like deal with meltdowns. And yeah, we did make stops and uh, different things, but she wanted to be out of the car. Like she was just done, and so you just have to endure. So when we finally got there, we settled in, it was time for our adventures. And so the first thing we did was Six Flags, and I did make them all these shirts, because the last time we went to an amusement park, it was a bit more crowded, and I felt like it, I could just, I needed something to make them stand out so I could um, keep track of everybody. And so I did these shirts, and so my husband had one that said dad on the back, and then I had one that said mom, and then they all had their numbers. Um, but Six Flags, like, this is the great thing about homeschooling is we could go in the middle of the school year. They still had one week left, but, uh, just with my husband's schedule, this is how it worked out. And so I told the kids, I was like, okay, we're going, but you still have to do a week of school and we get back. And, you know, everyone was fine with that. So the fact that we could just pick up and go and everything was empty, um, there were pretty much no lines for all the rides. Maybe you have to wait, you know, one or two cycles to go through. But for the most part, there were no lines. They could hit the roller coasters. They could hit all, you know, all the fun rides as many times as they want. So that was great. Then we did the river walk because, you know, I've seen that enough. I wanted to do that. That was okay. <laughs> we did the Alamo. Um, and then we went to the beach. And the beach, I think, was probably the highlight of the entire trip. It was just so much fun. And again, like, the water was warm enough. They could get into the water and um, swim and build sandcastles. And, like, we did it all. And then we went to have seafood. And, of course, we were on vacation. And so the kids were like, can we order lobster tail? We've never had it before. And so we're on vacation. We were like, go ahead. Um, we did, we got them fried alligator for an appetizer so they could try that out. So they just had tons of, um, experiences and just tons of fun. So, and of course we're teaching mad skills. So now my little guy, my, um, eight year old couldn't go on all of the rides the big kids wanted to go on. So for one of them, I took him into the arcade and, was showing him how to do the claw machine and how to beat those blessed things. And they had one that had these Bob Ross dolls in it, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. So we both won a Bob Ross stuffed animal um, or stuffed doll, I guess. And, you know, as like, I am a fan of Bob Ross, um, you know, his, his, his shows can just, you know, relax you and all that good stuff. And so, you know, vacation is about teaching the mad skills. So I taught him how to do the claw machines. And then we learned some history when we went to the Alamo. And of course, building skills. We had to build sandcastles. Uh, so I went to the, actually went to the dollar store before we left and I got all of the sandcastle stuff. So it was a lot of fun. So, and here's just a few more pictures. I went to the aquarium, walking along the beach. So you can see she's running, you know, the koi pond. 
and so as I'm on the beach and we're enjoying the vacation, the the chapter that I'm writing for in the book right now is about work-life balance and, you know, just trying to figure out how to do it. And so this actually has kind of inspired more of my chapter for that. So, but you'll have to wait for it to come out, um, hopefully by the end of the year. And so vacation for me, like I've wanted to take them on an epic vacation for a long time now. Because, and not, I'm not saying, and we didn't go to Disney World because that's like $15,000 for all of us with food and lodging and all that kind of stuff. So, but I wanted to do something that would truly make memories for the kids. And the last time we did a road trip was when we moved to where we were. So that doesn't really count. Um, and, you know, we're missing three kids. We only had the oldest three at that time. And so we haven't really been on vacation since. And so just making memories and new experiences and trying things like they will forever remember this vacation and remember it fondly. So, and I know sometimes like you're paying for curriculum. Um, you're not working so that you can make, uh, millions of dollars or to, be wealthy. And so sometimes like as a work from home mom, things are tight and the budget is tight, especially as a homeschool mom, because curriculum is expensive. Like I'm going to have to pay for five kids this coming year. Like it ain't cheap. Um, but try, even if it takes you, even if you're planning for two or three years, um, figure out what fits within your budget. Cause I don't, I'm not a fan of, I don't think you should break your budget for it. But what can you do to create some epic experiences that your kids are going to forever remember? And so we created some amazing memories. Like I would love to go back to Corpus Christi. It was just a beautiful beach town. And then we made it home. And so this is what she looked like when we got home. <laughs> she just literally flopped on the floor and she was done. <laughs> so... So it was a good vacation. They were happy to be home. <laughs> and again, I would um, just encourage you, like, what can you do? Even if um, it's a staycation, like, what can you do where you are just to make kind of epic memories uh, for your kids? So tell me in the comments below, like, what was the best vacation that you ever took your kids on? Because I need more ideas. Like, I am ready to plan our next one. Um so that is a wrap for this week, and I hope you enjoyed the show, and I hope you are inspired. That was my whole goal with this show, is to inspire you to make memories with your kids and to plan something epic to do with them. Again, it doesn't have to be expensive to be epic. So I am so glad you joined me today. Be sure to you know follow on social media, listen to the podcast, and all of that good stuff because I would love to connect with you. And if you have any questions, let me know. Let me know what they are. You can email me, send me a note, leave a comment below, whatever it is. I would love to help you get started on your entrepreneur journey. So I will see you in the next episode.